in the middle this is your girl adele clarice shout out to stuck in the middle podcast we love you guys general i feel like i'm stuck in the middle stuck in the middle podcast big shout out to the family i'm talking reflex aka chewy and the rest of the gang hey make sure you bring all your important information your art everything in the dmv doesn't matter where you are at come to the dmv to stuck in the middle podcast that's where it's this is stuck in the middle podcast a platform from entrepreneurs innovators creative creatives of african descent hear stories ideas experiences and advice on breaking the mold i'm your host uncle ak thank you returning listeners and watchers if it's your first time please hit that bell notification at the bottom to get um weekly notifications on whatever podcast we drop you know we have the couch talk hosted by sir charles and we have the artist spotlight hosted by tutu you know shout out to reflex ma chuchu inyas um i miss anybody they don't miss you my bad you know i mean welcome to talking again um today with me i have a very special guest i'm really excited about this one very, very excited um just get into it you know she is a young independent black woman with a vision to help young Africans embrace a positive shift in culture, learn practical tips on talent management, entrepreneurship, wealth creation, a value-added life, and uh, meet their full potential. Please, please help me welcome Sylvie Tamanda to Stockman Podcast. How are you doing, Sylvie? I'm doing very well, Uncle AK. Thank you so much for having me, really. I'm so excited to be here. I can't believe that, you know, it's just uh, a couple of weeks ago, I ran into your um, um, recording with Kate. And I was like, mm-hmm. hey, that's Kate, that's my girl. We're in school together. She's doing great. And like, I, had to, I have to email these guys to tell them that I really love what they're doing. Um, I'm all about value-added stuff. And when I see young Cameroonians who are not distracted by uh, um, entertainment only and all these crazy things that young people have decided to focus on I'm really excited you know and I'm always out there encouraging and saying hey you're doing a great job keep going mm-hmm. and I'm so 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 delighted to have you know received your invitation to be on the show oh yeah thank you shout out to you you know I even forgot you know that's how we actually got this going you actually reached out like hey you know, it was actually from um, YouTube I said like, hey I know Kate you know we went to boarding school together then I was yeah. like, oh, okay, you know, so that's nice. Then a couple minutes later, an email comes through. I'm like, whoa, she's really serious. So that's <laughs> when I was like, yeah, I'm going to just tell her to call the platform because a lot of people don't do that. You know, a lot of people would see, you know, what we record. They would, you know, um, consume the information, but they would not comment. You know what I mean? They'll just, you know, keep it moving. But you actually give us that feedback, you know, drives this, you know, it makes us wake up and want to do this often. You know what I mean? So appreciate you for that. Appreciate you, appreciate you. You know, but, My pleasure. Um, yeah, shout out to Kate. You know, shout out to Kate, the Agilist. You know, um, she's been putting a lot of people, you know, through Scrum. You know, shout out to everybody out there too, you know, who is educating people about Scrum or Agile, you know, getting people six figure jobs. You know, shout out to you. Um, this platform is all about that. You know, it's all about having people like you to come educate the masses, you know, on finances, you know, help them get jobs, you know. Um, uh, they say a journey of a thousand miles begins with a step, right? And right. these are the steps that people need to start taking, you know, with financial freedom for financial gains, you know. Um, right. um, we always say work-life balance, you know, stuff like that. But let me stop rapping. Let me ask you this. You mentioned in one of your posts that um, the major key to your battle is no one else but you. I find that very, very fascinating. Please break that down. All right. Thank you very much for bringing that up. You know, I always tell people, you know, one of the things that that fascinates me is the fact that people have a very long list of complaints and reasons why they are what they are or they are unsuccessful. And, and And, you know, every time I turn around and say, hey, you're complaining so much about Cameroon or about the particular environment in which you are, but the people who are making it in this environment, you say the government is corrupt, taxes are too high. Is it any different from these other people? I don't think so. There's so many people born in America, black people who complain every day about systemic racism and all these things. People travel from Cameroon and other other poor countries, poorer countries, and they come to America and they live the American dream. They get the skills that they need. They get the, the training that they need. They get you know into professions that pay six figures, seven figures, eight figures, and they build businesses from the ground up, literally coming from a place of nothing but you're born there and you keep complaining you're in the hood doing drugs and stuff like that 
There's no, in fact, I always tell people that manna is not going to fall from heaven again. It's over. Mm -hmm. Donna does that. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We Say have that again. To, yeah, it's, manna, manna is not going to fall from heaven again. It's done and dusted. You know, Jesus, yeah, he did it. And he, he was like, hey, guys, you know, I've given you enough to eat. Now get to work. Get to work. And I always say that if you understand it, that no one, not your, not your president, not your minister, not your father, mother, brother, sister, is going to make you who you want to become. Once you get that, then you know that you're on your own. If you know that you're on your own, honestly, if your survival instincts do not kick in, then there's something wrong. There's a fundamental problem. So that's why I say that the major key to your back is just you. It's yeah. you because if you know that you have no fallback, honestly, when you're thrown into the deep end of the sea, you're going to ask yourself, am I going to sink here or will I swim? But when you start to imagine or you feel that there's someone that you can reach out to. I have a brother in America that I can call to send me money. I have a sister in the UK that can, you know, send me some 200 pounds. I have this and that. Then you're not really, you don't activate all your senses and you don't really get to work. That, that, that's what I think. And it's based on my personal experience from the age 16 when my father died. Maybe I'll talk about it, you know, mm -hmm. as we, we'll as get we into go that. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Let's go back a little bit, right? Uh, I know most people are watching right now and are saying, oh, she's rapping. Who is she? So who is Sylvia? <laughs> Tell the people who Sylvia is. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, well, Sylvie, uh, who is Sylvie? Well, I've always been a driven person, I want to imagine. Um, from the age 16, my father died and I, I was born into a polygamous family. It, it, was, really, um, it was really a battle. Uh, my father was a successful entrepreneur. I think that one of the things that I took from I took from my dad, besides his height and his, you know, um, his physical looks, is um, that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I got that from my dad, and my dad passed when I was sixteen. I was going to what opposite. He had a car crash. Never said goodbye, and that was it. He was gone. Oh, man. Um, and my dad was the breadwinner, you know, you know, when you're growing up in a family where you get to have everything, you, you really have nice things. Yeah. Um, my dad was a very hard worker and he was a successful, um, um, business owner. He had a really good, big company, uh, back then in Douala. And, um, when he died, things became really rough. I had to cry for everything. And when he died, um, I thought to myself, what's going to happen to me? You know, this whole situation, this step situation, stepmothers that, you know. Yeah. My uncle took over. Um, it wasn't so smooth sailing with my uncle. Um, he was managing my dad's business at the, as the GM at the time. And I remember I used, I used to cry for my tuition. But when I passed my A-levels, five papers, you know, I went to... I went to to uni i didn't go to the, the usual ub or you know i went to private uni uh, in mm -hmm. Douala. one of the things that i decided to do when i got to uni was that i was going to stand out uh you know when it is or how it is um when you have everything growing up and then you suddenly don't have anything yeah uh, yeah he was you know that's why i said that once you understand that you're on your own your survival instincts should kick in if they don't then something is definitely, definitely wrong. Uh, when I was going into uni, um, I remember the first day and uh, the, the owner of the university, um, he was there uh, on the day of induction. And then he announced that those who are first of the class will get a scholarship and stuff like that. Uh, and they'll get paid for being the first of the class because we'll be the head of the class. Get said, paid? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So I turned to my, my girlfriend, we're from the same uh, boarding school. She's in the U.S. as well, uh, Chelsea. And I said, Chelsea, I'm going to be the first in, in my class. I was doing banking. She said she'll be the first in the marketing uh, 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 class as well. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, for me at the time, that was all that mattered. I went to school every single day, focused on being the first in my class. I got that scholarship every year. I got paid every month because I was a class head. And going through uni, not going to a nightclub, not going to a snack bar and stuff like that, throughout the time that I was at uni was 
for me, it was the beginning of who I, or the path that I was going to take in life. I didn't have time for, you know, Joker. I didn't have time yeah. for that. I, I meant business. And my mom has seven kids, she, uh, and I'm the second. So I had many siblings behind me. And you can imagine uh, how tough it, it, it could have been. Because my father died when my mom was three months pregnant or something like that. So you can imagine, yeah. And so I went through a school. I did really well. I think I was a fifth in Cameroon for banking and finance on the national level. Um, and then I, when I did my internship, I did so well that the manager of the branch, he's in the U.S. as well, um, um, manager Waters, he said to me, wow, Shout I really enjoyed how you work. Um, please come back when you're done. So when I finished my HND, I went immediately into work. I was going to do a six-month pro probation. My uncle, who had taken over my father's company at the time, had a car crash as well, but he didn't die. He, he was on the wheelchair and eventually died later. So my, my elder sister and my step-elder sister at the time and myself, because I am I have an accounting background, for accounting and finance. Mm -hmm. My dad threatened me and said, you must do accounting because I want <laughs> you to come and work for me. Yeah. And he, I hated it at the time, but I eventually did it. Uh, and so, you know, when my sister and when my uncle died, we said, no more family, we can do this. Uh, at the time I was, what, 19? <laughs> And wow. then my sister became GM of my dad's company. I became finance manager. How old was your sister at the time? Uh, she was 30. She's much older. She okay. was 30. Yeah, she was 35 or 37. That's yeah, she's, she's, much, yeah, she's much older. Um, and the two of us, imagine two girls in Douala in the business world, you know, handling a big company like that. And at the time we had debts, you know, it was a big hassle. And I was just there, you know, like, okay. You know, and you're working, because it was a technical company, you're working with grown men. I see, mm -hmm. those kind of things. And you're like, ah. But at some point in time, I became so tough. I used to be very quiet and shy, but I became so tough. I couldn't even recognize myself. Um, because when you're thrown into that deep end of the sea, I'm telling you, you will swim. You mm -hmm. will swim until, <laughs> until your body gives up. You will swim. And that's how my sister and I took the company out of that mess. Um, we, we broke out so many big deals. And then, and then polygamous issues started. Things went completely south. Um, uh, fast forward, I left the company in 2012, maybe two years later. Mm -hmm. I created my own, my first company. I went straight to Limbe. I spoke to, an, um, to a lawyer, created my first company. I paid him about 450K at the time. And I said, okay, I'm going to go find my own deals. You know, I've learned well enough. I was going to compete with my dad's company, literally. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it didn't go down that well. So I started looking for work. At the time, I couldn't find work. So I got into network marketing. Um, and uh, in the first month, I think I made about a million selling forever living products. Mm -hmm. And people were like, what? You know, how did you do it? I'm like, it just, if, you, if you're hungry enough, you will find the people to buy the products and make the commission. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I got into so many things. I've done, you know, quite a handful of stuff. Um, and then, um, I, the last job I had fast forward, the last job I had in Cameroon was, I was working as finance, um, manager for a Danish multinational. Um, when I left, you know, and I will, I'll just explain how I found this job much later because people complain a lot that there's no work, but there is, yeah. um, but people are just not prepared for opportunities. They're not, they're not prepared. Um, people think that uh, it's so far-fetched, but it's really so close, like under your nose. You just need to be ready yeah. for when the opportunity shows up. After that, I wanted to have my MBA desperately before I turned 30. So I, you know, started looking for MBA programs. I got into one uh, and then eventually traveled to the UK where I uh, had my MBA in global business last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, since then I've been, and then COVID hit, I didn't even get to graduate. Uh, wow. Yeah, since then I've been doing my thing. Just Gosh. trying to. So, so you're currently in the UK right now? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. What it's time okay. is it over there right now? <laughs> what time uh, is it? We're two hours, you know. Um, yeah. Okay, behind. that's not bad. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. I thought it was like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, um, how is the UK today? 
How was the UK uh, today? It's okay, you know, nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you again taking the time to talk to me. I didn't even know you were, you know, you were based in the UK. So yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm not, I'm not in PE. I'm not in PE. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. No, I actually thought you were in the US. That's the thing. I didn't thought you were in the US. So okay. yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, um, you've you've man, you've said a lot. You know, I mean, there's a lot to unpack. You know, everything you said. But um, I want to start here with network marketing before we really get into, you know, um, blogging and podcasting. I really want to start with network marketing since you mentioned that. A lot of people hear network marketing, right? And they have this negative connotation to it. Like say, oh man, I don't want to be, you know, and you say you have to put in the work. You have to know what you want to do to do it, right? So speak a little bit about network marketing, the importance of network marketing, because a lot of people think that network marketing, you get in there, it's like a positive scheme or what have you. You know, like, uh, what's the one thing? I'm forgetting the name right now. Pyramid, speak, pyramid. There you go, pyramid scheme, right? But speak about yeah. network marketing. I want you to be able to use that to drive, you know, your businesses, successful businesses. Well, um, for me, I would say that if you want to become a network marketer, you have to do it intelligently. Uh, what I did when I joined Forever was that I first off took off the time to understand what their scheme was about in order to best, um, uh, to, to best exploit it. You know, for, for many schemes, they tell you that, okay, if, you, if you're able to have three people working under you, you get paid X percentage. But so many people think that is by doing the work yourself. No, if you understand that you get more, more money by having, just having people lying down under you and who make purchases, why do you, if you've got a million CFA, for example, why do you can buy products directly for a million CFA and lose out on 20% from three people who, who would have used the same money and bought the products and it would have come all the way up to you. That's the way I exploited the network, the whole network marketing thing. It is very easy to make it if you take the time. Unfortunately, uh, Uncle AK, a lot of people who do network marketing are not really exposed. They're not, first off, they're not, they're not people who are, um, I don't want to insult anyone, but they're not people who are, who are exposed um, in the sense that they, most of the time that people who haven't really gone through a, a formal type of education, this is in the Cameroon context, you know, and so people just hear about a scheme that they're going to give you lots of money. If you see the women who come to these conventions and all, and you try to have a conversation with them, you understand that, they, that they've been sold a dream and they don't really know how to unpack it and pick it and, and, and do it in such a way that it benefits them to the maximum. That's the thing about network marketing that people need to understand. And also, if you're doing network marketing, think about, think about it as your business, as your mini enterprise in a, okay, as a franchise. Think about it as a franchise. So what I did was I recruited people under me. Yeah. I ask them, do you want to do this? Are you making any money at all? They're like, no. I said, okay, I've got the budget. You know, I can buy products for you. You sell them. You give my capital back to me and you keep the profit and start buying products on your own. But I know that I get paid for doing that. So I'm not losing entirely. And then I am building my network of people who are willing to work, but just don't have the financial means at the time to get into it. So that's how I was able to scale up really quickly um, when I was doing when I was doing that. Yeah, and I, yeah. I'm and, and I'm guessing that's what led you to you know um, uh, 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 start young and independent, right? Um, not at all. Not at all. Oh, okay. Okay. So, what made you start young and independent? I left that. I left that way many years back. I left the network marketing many years back. Um, so, what led to young and independent? Uh, last year, obviously, COVID nineteen has really been a fundamental. Um, <laughs> I mean, for so many people, COVID may have been a really horrible thing. I had COVID, and it was terrible. I don't. I don't wish that experience for my worst enemy. Um, but you had it twice. Oh my God! Sorry. <laughs> but it's all good. <laughs> We're still here. So We're still here. People, yeah. Thank God. You know, for so many people, COVID has been like a nightmare. But for me, it has been more of a blessing. Um, I'll explain. 
uh, I'm really sorry. And my heart goes out to all those who have lost, lost their loved ones, those who are, you know, who have got loved ones in hospitals. I'm really, I pray for them every day. But there's a saying that never waste a crisis, right? And uh, what COVID did for me was that it was a moment of reflection, like, okay, this is a perfect lesson that you cannot depend on one source of income, one. So I, I went online and started saying to myself, okay, what can I do with my life from this point going forward? And that's why I said to you in the beginning when we're off cam that I feel like I've been living under a rock because the amount of money that I've made in less than two years, I'm like, what? Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're still sucking in. You're still yeah. sucking in. <laughs> I was doing all these, you know, when I was doing all the thinking and the, you know, just doing research on the kind of things that I can do, work from home, spend time with my kids. By the way, I've got two boys. Um, and I was asking myself, what can I do in order to spend more time with my kids? And I, I, while I was checking YouTube, which is like the go-to place now for anyone who mm-hmm. has any sense of what YouTube is about. I went there and while I was watching a video, um, an ad popped up and it was um, my coach at the time, Coach Laura Lyles in London. She was doing an ad and she was saying, if you're a woman, you know, you need to come on this course, it's free and all that. So I clicked, obviously it wasn't free. I ended up paying some hundreds of pounds for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the best investment I've done on myself like forever it's not a gucci bag it's not all it's, it's not a louis um it's not a louboutin it's none of that this is the best thing that happened to me after that course i immediately went online and said i need to start to spread the the, the, the information you know when you you know when you've seen the light and you run back you know just imagine a, a scenario in a movie where someone sees food when people have been so hungry Mm-hmm. where they come from and you're like oh my god i need to inform everyone that is right. that's how i jumped on on youtube i saw pat flynn i he he had a course free course on how to create your own website i created the young and i'm not tech savvy i'm not gonna lie no you did but a good the, job the determination in me wanted that website up and running that was july last year because i just wanted to start teaching my people that this plenty for everyone i mean i took this course for five days and it just changed my life uh first off this is someone who has always been um, i've always been a very anyone who knows me anyone watching this will confirm if they're not being biased that i've always been a focused girl you know i've always had my mind in in the right place you know you will not find me you know in some crazy stuff mm-hmm, so if I'm telling you that this course made me feel like I've been living under a rock, believe me, it was a mind-blowing experience. Um, because if one of the exercises that she asked us to do was to write down 100 things that if money and time were not an issue, you would, you would love to achieve. I, when I wrote the first 13 things, I got stuck to Uncle AK. Imagine that someone is telling you that you've got all the money in the world and all the time in the world what would you do 100 things i got stuck i was so frustrated it just made me it just opened my mind to the fact that i've been limiting myself to an extent that i couldn't even i didn't even know you know and when i finally break through the first 50 things i just couldn't stop writing i've got the exercise book i just kept writing and writing and writing and i myself these are all the things that i can achieve really because the bible says that you know we can do through god exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ever ask for or imagine and it is true it is true true. it It doesn't it doesn't depend on your circumstances it doesn't depend on your 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 handicaps it only depends on you you, 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 what's in your heart? <laughs> That's what it depends on. Yeah. And so when I started Young and Independent, I, I, I felt that, you know, a lot of people back home complain that they're broke and all these things, but do they really know that they are the cause of their own 
um, circumstances. You're complaining that you're broke, but when you go on Facebook, someone starts a comedy show, it racks up 20,000 followers in 30 days. So these people who are broke, what are they spending their time doing? Watching comedy? How does that add value to your life? That's why I always say in the beginning of my podcast that less materialistic, you're wearing carrying wigs that will cost you the, the, the amount of money that you can start a business with, you can start your company with. Yes, you're, yet you're broke texting me and asking me for 10K to go to hospital because you've got malaria. Excuse you, you've got a wig for 500,000. Like, I don't even wear wigs for 500,000. You know, so those are some of the things that I looked back at our community and said, Sylvie, you've got to do something. If God puts you in a position where that's why the Bible says that to whom more is given, more is expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, if God exposes you and gives you all this knowledge and blesses you in this way, the least you can do is to bless others so that you can be even more blessed. So that's why I started Young and Independent, completely free. The information is out there. I give people information about how to start a business um, without any capital at all. I use the experience, my own personal experience. That's what I blog about, things that add value to people's lives. That's what I say in the podcast. And I really, truly, 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 and deeply believe that if people have this information and they take it seriously, it will change their lives. No one is going to go hungry. No one, no one. You yeah. mentioned you mentioned a class you took. Do you remember the name of the class you took? The coaching listening? course. Yeah, the, the coaching course. Yeah. Oh, it was. Um, you know. Don't no worry. If you went, when you yeah. well, when you remember, you could just you could just text it to me, and I'll put it down in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or you could go or let the people know. You know your website, your social media handles, so they can also go uh, follow and you check. and also you know follow your yeah check on that too. Yeah. Let the people know. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, let the people know your website and social media. Oh, okay, yo. So my okay. website is www.youngandindependent.com and the uh, podcast is Young and Independent. Instagram, Young and Independent 35. I wanted to make it Young and Independent, but it was taken for some strange reason. Um, <laughs> and I have, a, I have a Facebook group, okay, which is free, where I post job opportunities every single day uh, on Facebook, Young and Independent People. Uh, we've got about 600, 566 members right now. Uh, one of the strange things I noticed is that when I post job opportunities, people don't comment and people don't share it, which is one big thing I want to talk about on this podcast, Uncle AK, because I think that that's what's killing our community. We, as, as a race, we complain that we are being marginalized. We complain that we are being um, uh, looked down on. We complain that we are being killed. But hey, we don't love ourselves. As in, the scarcity mindset that has eaten into us is just mind-numbing. Someone knows that, hey, Uncle AK, this path you're going down, you're going to hit a roadblock. They don't tell you. This nonsense going on in, in, in the country where you go back, you go back from bush, they poison you. It's just scarcity mindset. Because if you poison me and I die, are you going to take my passport and travel back to England? I don't think no. so. Are you going to access my bank account? I don't think so. What benefit does that add to you besides, you know, waking up devils? Because if you're poisoning me, I'm going to come for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that we need to understand that there's plenty for everyone. I wrote, a pod, I wrote an article about Rihanna beats the scarcity um, uh, mindset. And on that article, I was just explaining that Rihanna had just been declared the latest billionaire in the inter- entertainment industry, the second richest woman, I think, in the entertainment industry. And do, do you know Rihanna's background? She was selling clothes in Barbados with her dad mm. in the streets. When she left, and I'll get into this whole talent thing, I'm where I am today, not because I'm too fantastic, but just because my head's in the right place, my heart is in the right place, and I'm determined to succeed. When you have these three things, man, doors are going to open. You're going to knock many doors. You you may find quite a few locked ones, but eventually, if you keep going, you will find one open door. Yeah. And so if people understand, just like Rihanna did, when she got into, um, into beauty, how many is there no Mary Kay? All sorts of beauty products were exist existing. Rihanna just came in and said, you know what? You guys have got your beauty products, but I want to put mine on the market. She put Fenty. In less than two years, Fenty brought racked in 
uh, a billion. Like, like, just like you that. know, just like that. Just like but that. But if you had, if you had said, oh, too many people are already doing it. Like someone says, ah, I will not apply for that job. Too many people have already applied. Uh, I'm not going to start this business. Too many people are already doing it. I'm not going to do um, Scrum Master. Too many people are already doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to start a podcast. Too many people are already doing mm-hmm, it. People mm-hmm. just find an excuse not to get their hands dirty. And this and this alone is the reason why our people back home are just, for me, they're just marking time. It's like, if something is not done on the AK, the Cameroon we know is going to be much worse with or without President Bia much worse because young people their focus is just i'm like what priorities have changed completely changed completely yeah the sense of direction changed completely ambition gone completely (laughs) that's why i started this young and independent project i mean okay i've got a whatsapp group as well where i coach some young people I posted, I made a comment on the group and said, guys, um, I'm waiting for business plans. I've got 500K I want to give to someone who's got a brilliant business plan. Trust me, no one, no one has given me their business plan. Why do you think that's up? Is it, is it because they're scared or is it because, why? Why, why do you think that's up? Um, you see, the first thing is that someone has to have an information. But the second thing is that they have to have a motivation. The third thing is that they have to have the skills. So if you don't have the information, there's no way that you can even get ahead. If you if you have the information and you lack the motivation, it doesn't add any value, does it? If you have the motivation and you don't have the skill set, there, there, right there is where you have to get to work and start learning. Everything is learnable. I created my own website in two days just by looking, watching a guy on YouTube. I didn't have to have $100 to do that. So don't come and complain to me that you don't have money to start this or that. No, 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 no. Nah, it's not true. If you want to do it, you will find a way to do it. And I keep telling people that we are all born with a talent. That particular talent is what God has put in us to come out here and never go hungry. Because your talent will give you something that someone is going to be willing to pay for and that's going to provide food on your table yeah every single person do you know this guy nick who has no limbs and no um no legs nick no. the motivational speaker no i don't he's, a, he's an american he's very no. popular oh you this have to share a link for me <laughs> yeah no. He has no legs and no no hands, but he is so rich, so freaking rich. God put something in him, and that's to be able to talk to people and impact their lives. We all have something in us. For me, I know how to convince people. I know I can sell anything, literally. So what's your own gift? What's that one thing that if you wake up, if someone gives you a slap in the, in, in the middle of your sleep, <laughs> you're able to get up and do. What's that one thing? All you need to do, do you know how to braid hair really well? Do you know how to talk to people? Do you know how to counsel people? A young girl that I was coaching said to me that all her friends tell her that she's really good at, you know, consoling them when they have an issue. I'm like, well, that's a gift. How do you monetize it? We live in a day and age where I mean, the internet has come to save us, Uncle AK. Like, people are printing millions every day off the internet. But people back home in PE are using it for, you know, just... <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't it's unfortunate. Insult. Yeah. I don't mean yeah. to insult anyone, which is why I decided that I'm not going to send money to people who have got two hands, they've got their brains intact, they can go out and work, they can add value to their lives. They say... Uh, I think it's my mentor, Jim Ron said that you're only going to be paid according to the value that you bring to the marketplace. If you don't have a particular skill, learn it. If you want to earn more money, improve your value. Full stop. Full stop. There's no beating about the bush. If you want to be respected, and, and, and there's this nonsense in pay that people say money is the root of all evil or rich people are evil. Okay, wait until it's time to pay an electricity bill. Don't go and pay with that money that is evil. 
and see if you're going to have any lights. Yeah. Wait until you fall sick. Go to the hospital and tell the doctor, the doctor, one is the root of all evil. So, I mean, I'm sick. Start treating me. Wait until that happens. I mean, mm. we don't want to talk about money in Africa in general. We see it as a taboo topic. For what? For what? Or they say, or they say, our oh, money does not buy happiness. Like, oh. uh, okay, Wait, I don't know about you guys, but okay. <laughs> where, where I'm sitting right now, the money buy all the happiness that I know. Please let nobody come and tell me nothing about money does not buy happiness. Because where I'm sitting, money buys all the happiness that I know in this world. <laughs> I went on a three. I went on a weekend. You know, I went on a weekend away from my kids just to have a breather, and uh, I was sat in this really beautiful hotel resort. You know, breakfast in the room, nice service, nice you know, nice uh, bath. You know, so, and I said, "Wow, if money is so evil, I want to have plenty of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if money is this evil." This enjoyment I'm enjoying here, I want to have plenty of it. I'm not going to complain, I promise. <laughs> but you see, in this world, uh, there are three kinds of people. There are people who watch things happen, right? There are people who don't even know that something has happened. And there are people who make things happen. Mm-hmm. It depends on which category you want to fit yourself into. Mm-hmm. Do you want to make things happen? Get up from your comfort your comfort zone. And, and hey... Look at uh, Uncle Ike. I mean, Cameroon and Africa. I said Africa has a first mover advantage right now. Europe and America are saturated. There's so many businesses. I'm thinking, why are young people not doing this back home? If you, you know, in this part of the world, you've got Uber Eats. You just sit at home, go on the app, go, you know, go through um, different restaurants and their menus. You order something. We don't have this in Cameroon. Is anyone thinking about it? You know. You've got all these services, uh, you've got all these big supermarkets, Tesco's and all that that deliver. But if you're a small or if you want to start your own business as a small entrepreneur, why don't you go to Mashi Sandaga, for example, in Douala? I was born and raised in Douala. I don't know any other part of Cameroon that well. Yeah. Why don't you go to Sandaga where they're selling fresh produce from farms? Get it off them, wash it. You just need to brand it, isn't it? Everything is branding. Wash the tomatoes, chop them. People will pay you premium. There's a growing middle class in Cameroon. People are going back from 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 bush that they want to. They just want to go home. Mm-hmm. People, young couples who have gotten married and they're both working. They don't have kids yet. They don't have any help at home. Why don't you? Why don't you target those people? You know, um, what else? You know, I mean. Why don't you become a broker? You can go to uh, um, to, to to people who are who have got their thing and you say, hey, I can go and bring business and in the middle, I get a cut. Mm-hmm. You know, you, mm-hmm. what the are making right now. Mm-hmm. I, when I was looking for a place, a place in Monaprizo, I paid 500,000 CFA just to be able to get that place mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. someone who I had nothing to do with <clears> the building. <throat> he just went and saw the building, put it on the internet and say, uh, house for rent here, so, so and so area, put his number there. And when I contacted him, before he put me in touch with the landlord, I paid. I paid. And then when I completed my lease, I was contractually bound to pay him 500K and he walked away. I mm-hmm. mean, instead of sitting on your ass and complaining how broke you are, why don't you go out and look for, there's so many things to do. There's always problems to solve. I was talking to a friend, she told me that what she does is she goes to the market, and she gets pictures from people who have their shops there. She puts it on her status. That's how people contact her and say, hey, I want this dress. She goes, collects it from the guy. She collects the money from the, the person who wants it, goes to the market, collects it from the guy, gives them, and she, she doesn't know how much, the guy doesn't know how much she's charged for his dress. And who cares? It's not your business. I'm just yeah. helping you to sell your stuff. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the guy even gives her a tip and say, oh, thank you, merci, merci, Marco. Thank you so much. You know, these are things that enough people don't do. That people working for offices, they don't have time to go and buy their underpants. You can be a personal shopper for them. You know that people don't have time to go and buy uh, the things that they need on a daily basis. You can you can start a small business, put yourself out there on social media instead of going on there to watch comedy, laugh, you know, watch gossip and all these things that do not really they don't benefit you in any way. If you're able to put a bit of data in your phone, use it to print some money for yourself. Yeah. Social media, internet is here to make everyone rich. Gone are those days when we used to say white people. No, the information that white people are exposed to, we are also exposed to nowadays. So what's the next excuse? 
Mm-hmm. They say, they say if you want to hide, if you want to hide something for a black person, put it in a book. We're not reading. We're not. We're not reading. I say to people that, hey, listen, people write in books what they've been through and they can save you five years of misery. That business that you want to get into, someone has written a book about it. There's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. My goal in 2022 is to read 100 books. And the internet, again, has made it easy. You see people talking on social media um, in PE, but they're recommending Netflix shows to one another. Instead of recommending books, I would like to start a book club someday. I want to talk to young people who are still to get into the world. Lower seat, opposite fantastic classes to start molding them and changing the narrative that culture of complacency oh i want to finish school and just come and work for someone what's going to build if everyone was waiting to work for everyone what companies are you going to be applying to right 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 Right. what are you creating for the people coming behind you that's why there's a massive gap between jobs available and those who are willing and able to work because not enough people are daring at taking the risk and going into entrepreneurship which is quite easy i'm seeing lots of people coming up you know a few of my students were thanking me oh thank you so much coaching on that well i'm so proud of you because you did it she started her cake thing and, and, I, and i'm I've, I've pledged to support her with you know, kick their call, you know, whenever I'm sending stuff back home, I'll send some stuff. You know, these are things that I want to encourage. You know, I want to be able to start, a, I want to start a project where I provide seed capital to young um, entrepreneurs. People want to just start their own gig, right? Who want to do their own things. I just provide them seed capital. You run with it and you provide the capital back for the next person to take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. And whatever profit you make, you keep it and you build on it. Because if, you, if people don't have skin in the game, they usually become complacent. It's like driving someone else's car, right? You just yeah. jump in the pothole. But when you bought the car with your own money, when you get to the pothole, you're like, mm, yeah, slow down. Like, that's oh. a good analogy. That's a good analogy. Yeah. 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 I never thought about that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Because it, you know what it pinches. You mm-hmm. know, that if you jump into a pothole and something, you know, is distorted on your car, you're gonna, it's gonna cost you money, but it's your yeah. friend's car. Who cares? Yeah. But people should have skin in the game, you know, get the money. It's not free money. You make sure that that money works for you so that you can take the profit and run with it. Otherwise, you know, how are you gonna do it? You don't have the credibility to get money from the bank. You know, you don't have any collateral. You don't have anything, property to sell. How you're gonna do it so that's something I, re- I really am looking into my dad was a philanthropist in my village as well he was paying tuition for kids who were who wanted to go to school from uh, in classes one all the way to class six uh, but since he died you know no one has done it I want to be able to start doing that again next year just start from there just give an open scholarship to all the kids who want to go to school in my village and say i'll call it my um, tamanda's foundation i'll call mm-hmm. i'll name it after my dad um another thing that i'm really looking to do is write a book just to write a book that is a book that speaks to all these cultural issues that are facing cameroon and africa in general and to teach people that it's okay that there's nothing wrong in being black there's nothing wrong in being born in Africa in a poor country. But there's something wrong if you end up poor. There's a big... Everything big, wrong with that. Yeah. If you end up poor, if you live, die, and not rob the cemetery of your gifts, it's your it's your fault. No one else's. It's your fault. And you will answer to God. I want to write a book. You know what? Yeah. I want to write a book. Uh, in fact, I want to do so many things. You're already doing so many things. I mean, like, people, I'm telling you, go on our website and you'll be, I mean, you'll be amazed by the amount of information that is on there, you know, from blog posts to, you know, your podcast episodes. You know, I was yeah. actually reading your blog posts this week and I came, you know, the very the, the very um, one that you released this, this, this month on, you know, stop making excuses about your skin color or circumstances. Right, uh, we can all be successful, which you know you've been talking about uh, recently. It's something that I've always been thinking about, you know, um, especially in America. You know, you, you have a lot of people that say, "Oh, racism," you know, systematic racism, this, that, you know, the white person, this white person, that. I'm like, 
how do other black people make it? Exactly. What's the difference between <laughs> them and you? Like, uh, all it takes is somebody to say, you know what, I want that and go get it. Nobody's going to give it to you. You have to go get it. You know, right. um, stop making excuses, but speak a little bit about our uh, blog post. Let me start talking to us. Speak a little bit about our blog post. Yeah, Uncle AK, you see, I, I spoke earlier about my MBA. When I went to when I went to London, I was like, I'm not here to play with you guys. You know, I'm not here to play. I'm here to, <laughs> I'm here to kick ass. So, excuse my language. So when I got on the MBA, I told one of my, well, we're just three black uh, people on that MBA. I looked at the Nigerian girl. I said to her, Z, I said, Z, I'm going to have 10 A's in this MBA. She's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. And I, I think I told Adam as well. And Z was from Nigeria and Adam was from Chad, you know, Chadian Prince and all that, bougie. Mm-hmm. I said to him, but he was very smart, Adam. He was really smart. And then even I look around me, I see a bunch of white people. And I was like, okay, we'll see. We'll see how this pans out. And for me at the time, Uncle AK, what was going through my mind was that the only way for no one to tell me Jack and for me not to console myself that it's because I'm black that I'm being discriminated upon or I can't have a job was to be the best in my class. You know, when your light shines so bright that someone, when you're driving and you put on the full, you know, um, uh, how do they call it? Headline. The headlines. Yeah, it it just blinds someone. That's how I wanted to do it. In such a way that when I'm walking through that stage on graduation day and they're like, this girl, she had 10 A's and she's the best in her cohort. No one sees my skin color. All the C is what I've got in here. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the value that I can add Mm -hmm. to their organization if at all they wanted to have me on board. That's why for me, it was... It was a no-brainer. I said, I'm not going to give anyone. That's what each and every one of us have to do. You have to make sure you're so valuable that no one is able to see your skin color, your handicap, your circumstances, where you came from. No, no. We can all do that. Because if someone needs you badly enough, who cares whether about your accent who cares a good web developer? Who cares whether you're from Sierra Leone, Cameroon, you know, the poorest country in the world? They need you. They need you and they're going to hire you and pay you premium for it. So for me, getting 10 A's in my MBA was just to shut out any, you know, any, any issues whatsoever. I personally don't believe in systemic racism and all that. I don't believe in that. I always say that if you want to stand out, be valuable valuable enough to not be ignored. Period. Period. When Obama ran for president, there were white candidates. But God, me and you know how Obama walked <laughs> the stage and talked the talk. There was no way that his, his, his charisma could be ignored. There wasn't any way. Yeah, he, he came on. He came on strong. When Jay Z or Beyonce is on stage, when they start singing, what? Why am I? Why am I going far? Uh, uh, this guy standing in all, uh, um, all these. When they start singing, do you see white guys dancing to their music? Look at um, um, Jeru- Jerusalem. It's from South Africa for crying mm-hmm. out loud. That music has been around the world a, a million times over. White people and black people are like, what, what were they dancing to? They were dancing to the, the quality of the song. They didn't care that, hey, it's a black guy who sang this song and a black lady were not going to dance to it. Hell no. They loved the content. And this song has made this guy and this lady very successful. Put them on the map. Put their country on the map. How can you put your country on the map and stop complaining? The internet is there to make life super easy for it. That's why I say we can all be successful. This right now, there's no there's no excuse that you can give. If you don't have capital, there's an article on my website, www.youngandindependent.com, how to six businesses that you can start with zero capital. Literally, you can go on to create to create a Facebook page is completely free. To create a, a Instagram is completely free. You can create one. You can go on there and start, you know, I, I, there was one of the services I forgot to mention, which is more manpower, which you can upskill and create a whole agency behind. It's cleaning. Cleaning. 
Yes. You can start cleaning people's homes. There are young, uh, there are young <clears throat> professionals in Wala, in particular, in Yawundi, who need people to just, when they're gone, to come and fold their clothes, put, pop them into a washing machine, hand wash them, whatever. You can start from there and raise capital. No condition is permanent, but in order to get ahead, we have to start from somewhere. Start where you are. Start with what, what you have. Start with fear, but just start. Yeah. Start and yeah. keep going, yeah. and you will succeed. That's why we can all be successful. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree with you on that. And shout out to uh, Rich Aqua. We've had him on our platform. You know, um, um, the founder and CEO of Generosity Global, Cameroon as well. He also is here in the States. He also um, has a cleaning business. You know, um, he actually cleans um, people's homes or hotels and wow. stuff like that, right? So he started by himself and then eventually start hiring people, you know, to join that <laughs> business. So why not? You know, um, again, a thousand, I mean, a, a, a general thousand miles begins with a step, it's but it's just this face your fears, you know, face your fears. You yeah. you mentioned something earlier about monetizing. You mentioned something earlier about, you know, um, podcasting, it not being saturated, although people want to say it's saturated. What What is your opinion on, you know, monetizing and also when people say, hey, there's a lot of people in that space. That's why I don't want to venture in there. Oh, hey, a lot of people are doing that. And I don't think, you know, I can add value to it. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, what I can say as someone who just started podcasting um, is that you've got your own unique message, right? You've got your own unique character, you've got your own unique voice, and you've got your own unique ex experiences, depending on what you want to delve into. Um, the way you say it, the way people will connect to you and your story is completely different. You know, that it, it, for me, it, this scarcity mindset is something that, listen, when you go to Spotify, right, how many mm -hmm. music, how many songs, how many artists do you meet on there? Each artist has his, his or her own listener. Every, every now and then a new artist pops up and he becomes the happening thing. Why? Is it that artists did not exist before? Music did not exist before? No. Tomorrow, the video is going to be pushed back. Whiskey is going to be pushed back. New artists are coming up. If you believe enough in your craft, okay, if you believe enough in the message and you have your own unique way of transmitting your message, people will listen to Uncle A, uh, AK and will listen to Sylvie. And nothing wrong with that. Some people will listen more to me because I'm a woman and some people will listen more to you because you're a guy. And nothing wrong with that. Some people will listen to you because you're from a wing. Some people listen to me because I'm from Beba. And nothing wrong with that. There is plenty for everyone. So to limit yourself and say, hey, a lot of people are already doing this now. I don't think it's the right approach. I think that's um, your fear. It's really your fear yeah. taking uh, the lead on you. Um, yeah. Once you get that, uh, you arrest that situation, that fear, um, everything else is going to. I mean, when I started podcasting, if you, if you listen to my old podcast, <laughs> you know, I, it was my first time putting myself out there. You know, oh, this whole thing is new to me. I've always been in the background. Like people, one of my friends said to me, Sylvia, you know, you, you like this, you don't talk a lot. Hmm. I'm like, well, I am, I don't believe in just yabbing, you know, I believe in walking into a space and people are like, and, and being mysterious and people are like, who's this? Who's this? Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, and I believe that once you open your mouth, you tell the world who you are. So I try as much as possible to keep to myself and not be lousy. Because when you're too lousy, people tend to take you for granted and, and you can sort of dilute your value in a space. So I always keep to myself. And so I, I say to people that at the end of the day, at the end of it all, when all is said and done, when you sit back, do you truly believe that you've done all that you could do? Because all that you can do is all that you can do. And all that you can do is enough. But make sure you do all that you can do. If you think that podcasting is something that you want to do, do it. Try your hands on different things. Experiment. You don't know that one thing that is going to open doors for you, that's going to take you places. So, hey, hey, you know, start your podcast. Anchor is free. I pay for Spreaker. 
But Anchor is free. What's your excuse? Once you hit 50 listeners on Anchor, you start getting paid for it. Blurt out your feelings. Blurt out what you've seen around you. Blurt out what you want to, the message that you want to, you will have your own unique listener base. You will. People, I listen to different podcasts to financial uh, educators, different ones. You know, I don't listen to one particular one. You know, the same people are looking for content when it comes to fashion. We listen to many people who are talking about fashion. So why limit yourself or why shut a door when you haven't even tried to walk through it? Why? Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's my thing. <laughs> you know, uh, people's attention spans these days are very short. You know, we could yeah. keep <laughs> we could keep wrapping up. We we'll keep chatting about this, but um, let's let's close it like this. Is there something that you know um, you haven't mentioned that you would like for the people to know? And in that same space, what advice do you have for people who just sit on their ass and expect people to do stuff for them? Oh yeah, well, one of oh, the the last one. I'll start with the last one. So I used to be the kind of person who does everything for everyone, right? The people that I cared about, but I stopped. Why? Because I felt that I wasn't, I was doing them a disservice. When someone is not hungry, right? Uncle AK, they will not look for food to eat. So someone has got to be hungry enough. And then if they don't find food, they'll go out and get it. If they don't have the money, they'll go out and look for a way to earn it. Um, there's a girl who came on a France card and she said people should stop sending money from Bush to, to Cameroon. It was a, a Francophone girl, a Kamga lady. And people were so upset with her and all. She said, no, she's not saying she doesn't love her fellow uh, Cameroonians or her own family, but she just realized that the more she sent money, the more they sat on their ass and just watched TV all day. So, uh, and, and I said to you, I think I did mention that I stopped sending money back home. I'm not, don't even bother. People slide into my, you know, <laughs> And they said, I don't even open it, especially when I know that you're strong and healthy. I believe that we should be helping children who, should, who shouldn't go into child labor, who should be in school. If you've got any excess cash, you should work a, uh, work around, uh, uh, work a program around them to provide for them books and whatever. I believe that we should be helping widows who have just lost their, their husbands who are vulnerable, you know, people like that, people in hospitals who are struggling to pay their bills. Those are the people that I'm willing to help, not people who think, oh, I've got my sister in bush, I'm gonna call her, I've got my cousin, my, my friend, whatever. Don't bother because I don't even open it. The, the takeaway that I would like to leave everyone listening um, today is that at the end of the day, it depends on us. We have to know this. The moment you realize that you are all that you've got, you will make sure that you survive. And if you want to die, it's a shame. But if you want to survive, you will make sure that you do all that you can do because all that you can do is enough. But just make sure that you go out there, you try your hands on things, work on projects, send it out to people, ask for help. I, I believe that if someone had messaged me and said, hey, I've got this business plan, um, you know, this is what I intend to do. I don't have the, the money. Can you help me? I mean, if you receive something like that, Uncle AK, you see someone who's, who's got the passion, won't you help? Or won't you at least have a look and hear them out? But that's not what you hear. Those people just slide into your DM and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm having this issue. Can you give? Can you send me? Hmm. No. You've got to ask skin in the game. People don't understand this. Please, before you ask, make a proposal of what you're giving. People are more, you know, and then there's this thing back home as well, where people feel that when you have something, you have to give it all until you're dry. You know, Iyala Vanzat said something that resonated deeply with me. She said, and this is the last thing I'm going to say on this podcast, that you've got to be self-full. It's not selfish. It's not selfish to be self-full. The Bible says that what is in the cup is yours. Because let your cup run it over. And the people around you, what is running over is for you all. But you cannot work yourself out because people work in Cameroon, they're making 100,000 cousin, auntie, uncle, sister. Before they even go back home, they don't have any money to save. They don't have any money to invest. They don't have any money to side, start a side gig. If you're trying to swim to the shore and you're carrying everyone, all of you will drown. 
if only you can swim to the shore, perhaps you can find a stick, you can find help, you can run back to the to the sea with a boat, something to help everyone else. So this particular mentality has to change. And this nonsense as well that people feel that life is easier, bro, is just a, a big fat myth that I'm trying to dismantle. Because so many people abroad work so hard. They send money back home and the people back home just squander it. Why can you expect that someone who is working so hard, depriving themselves, send money back home to start a business? You sit there, you run it at ground and you think that they're, they're going to continuously send that? So what, what happens if you don't, if we're not, if there's no inflow of capital, right? What happens? There's capital flight. Yeah. So much living Cameroon to buy stuff from all over the world. So who are you employing? You're employing the people in China because China is producing and for them to produce, they employ people. Yeah. So all that money is going out and you guys are complaining back home that there's no work. Yet when people in diaspora who are willing and able to send money back home for you guys to start businesses, they even come and start businesses and give you the opportunity to run it, to grow it and to make something of, of it on your own. You still run it aground. Where are we headed? Yeah. Where yeah. are we headed? Yeah. That reminds me of a that and I'll say this too, and then we'll close out. That reminds me of, you know, back then when on Cameroon and you know, say for example, there's a a container, you know, of water. And then you would see, say, Tangi, for example, and you would see it come from Nigeria. Well, oh, Nigerians are producing man, they're both legging everything. Today I see them like, hmm, look at China, Nigeria. Almost the same thing. What's the difference? Yeah. Why can't yeah. we just adopt the same thing? You know yeah. what I mean? Adopt the same thing and make life better for people. So, yeah. 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 How can people reach you? How can people connect with you and all that stuff? Well, yeah. Well, you can reach out on www.youngandindependent.com. Please go and read those articles. They will bless your life. If you read them intentionally and if you go there with an open heart to grab something to change your life, you will definitely stumble on something that will shift your perspective. You can also check out our podcast, Young and Independent Podcast. It's on Spreaker, on Spotify, um, on Apple. On, on I had, you know, we're all on all these platforms. And if you go on Facebook, young and independent people join it. We post job opportunities every single day. Um, and on Instagram, young and independent 35. Check it out. Join if you have any issues whatsoever. And I also share um, scholarship opportunities, you know, for those who want to go to school in different countries abroad. Uh, you know, I'm willing to help as many people as possible. All of this is free of charge. Obviously, when I get too busy, um, I'm going to try and see if I can upscale it and, and you know, get some other people on board to mm -hmm. see how we can continue to do this for free. Um, because, you know, freely you give, freely you receive from yeah. God, right? Yeah, yeah, that's very so, true. That's very yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. the Bible says, bless and you shall be blessed. So, I, you know, Facts. I wouldn't want strongly to that. Yeah, so that's Facts. how I can well, I appreciate your time, energy. You know, I appreciate you, your, I mean, your inputs on this platform. Um, everything you said is wonderful. You know what I mean? Like, it's what, for me, it's what, you know, I really need to hear. Um, it's what I would take, you know, carry forth even my own personal journey. You know, um, I like to also go back sometimes and listen to past episodes just because, you know, sometimes there's so much information in the world that, you know, you can, like, let certain things sleep through the cracks. So, I really, really appreciate you taking the time, you know, to sit down and chop it up with me. And also, I encourage you, I encourage you, the masses, too, to go, you know, to her website, hit up on, on what her website actually has, the Facebook link, WhatsApp link, uh, yeah. podcast link, and Instagram link. Yeah. You know, she just said something about her WhatsApp group. What is possibly stopping you who wants to, you know, get into that entrepreneurial space from going on following that group? You know what I mean? Yeah. What's stopping you who wants to become a scrum master, for example, to follow agile groups down on WhatsApp, Telegram, and all that stuff and participate in the groups as well? You know, there's nothing stopping you. And most of all, for those of you who they send jobs to and you don't apply, but yet complain that you don't get calls, stop complaining and just do the work. <laughs> I get rejected. In a week, I get more than 100 rejections. And I smile through it like there's no tomorrow. Why? Because... It's just what the world is. Nothing yeah. will be handed. You just have to keep pushing and pushing. And as you push, one day God will bless you. 
You know what I mean? One day God will bless you, baby, sit on your ass. It ain't going to happen like that. Um, it ain't going to happen like that. Mana it, is not. it is not. It's gone. Done it's done and done. Done and done. Done and done. Silvery Tawanda is a young, independent black woman with a vision to help young people like myself, Africans of that, embrace possible, embrace a positive shift in culture, learn practical tips on talent management, entrepreneurship, wealth creation, add value to your life, and meet your full potential. Keep doing what you do. Um, we really, really appreciate people like you, you know, coaches like you. So please don't stop. Just keep doing you. And keep running that bank account up. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing like seeing your zeros increasing that way. You know, right? <laughs> there's nothing like that. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you, really. For sure, for sure, for sure. I'm Uncle AK. And please don't forget to review this show on all social platforms or all social platforms. Um, we'd love to see your comments. We'd love to engage with that. Um, if there's something we're doing wrong, you know, use the comment section to tell us, you know, to correct that. If there's something we're doing right, also comment as well. You know what I mean? We'd love to engage with you guys. Um, if there's a guest um, that you would like for us up on the platform, shoot us an email at sitmpodcast237 at gmail.com or hit us up on all social platforms. Just don't go in there only to respond to nonsense. You know, I mean, when I say nonsense, I don't mean nonsense. Nonsense, but I'm talking about like those things that would not make you, you know, increase your revenue or increase, you know, your quality of life, you know. Send questions that, you know, we can engage with you. You know, we can have our guests like Sylvie, you know, um, Kate, you know, um, Rich Aqua, you know, that we mentioned in this episode that, you know, that they can help you, you know, navigate through or network with them as well. You know, that's why we're having, you know, these individuals on here. Um, this conversation will not end here. You know, I mean, I already have your email. So if there's anything that I need with myself, I'm definitely going to hit you up. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> for sure. I appreciate you. This is SITM Podcast, and we are out.